Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today? Doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm gonna go with I'm, the, I'm gonna go with the first one. It's gonna be wonderful. No, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I, don't wonderful. Use anymore. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, there was one time. So, real quick story, because this is was not planned at all. But one of my favorite things in the world is people that, um, uh, you know, I, I'm not making, okay, yeah, maybe I am making fun of them. All right, so I go to Gatlinburg with the family, right? Uh, this is years and years ago. I didn't have any kids at the time. So at least seven years ago. And uh, we go to a little thing in Gatlinburg called Ober Gatlinburg, O-B-E-R Gatlinburg. Never yep. been there at the time. We're going for the first time. You got to take this like sky tram that takes you to it, right? Well, in the center, where where were these two trams, the, the one coming down the hill, coming up the hill, they kind of pass each other right at the center. So they come and go at the same time. And there's a little uh, a little wedge there, right? So you're in this big tram with about, I don't know, I'm going to say 70 people crammed in like sardines. Super COVID unfriendly, but this was eight years ago. <laughs> so we, we're in there. And we got our little guy, and he comes on, and he says, Hello, everyone. My name is Wendy, and I would like to welcome you to Oval Gatlinburg. <laughs> and as we're going up, when you hit that middle section, that tram looks at the sky and the ground. It, like, flips back and forth when you're going up there. And he goes, this is my favorite part of the tour. Everybody pay attention, and we are about to have the sky view and the ground view. <laughs> and then it comes flying back out and keeps on going. So uh, my family all the time has fun with people. Not fun with people, but fun having fun with Mr. Wandy from Oval Gatlinburg. Uh, so wonderful is awesome that you said that, and uh, hilarious. <laughs> to only a few people who know that story besides me, but I had to tell it because it's super funny to me. So anyway, Adam, uh, let's get this thing kicked off started. We've got, uh, once again, it's, it's Corona banana land going on in these parts. Uh, we'll get into some of that. But before we get into all the fun of that in the NBA, getting ready to start major league baseball, getting ready to start in a week or two, in a week or two, let's hear about the people that support us. Let's do it. First and foremost, training personally with Peggy Edwards, no matter your level of fitness. If you like to be challenged a little or a lot and want the benefit of working with a personal trainer, but you don't want to pay the outrageous cost that most personal trainers cost, then training personally with Peggy Edwards is for you. Training personally is circuit training for all levels with a personal trainer at your pace on your time. Peggy Edwards keeps workouts safe. She keeps them fresh and she keeps them fun. She's definitely keeping them safe, by the way. Like we've said the last few weeks, she's open for business. It's a gym. It's a, it's a, it's a cozy place, but she has plenty of room to spread out, and that's how she's got it set up. You're not going station to station anymore. You've got all the equipment you need to do all the different exercises while you're there at your place. So you're staying in one spot, you're doing all the different exercises, you're getting a great workout, a complete workout, full body, and you are practicing social distancing and uh, you're, you're being taken care of. So um, everything's clean, everything's cleaned thoroughly every day. 
Uh, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So uh, it's definitely worth going to check out. 3634 Boudinot Avenue in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's 45211 on the west side of Cincinnati. Give me questions before if you don't want to go up there yet, you want to ask some questions and figure out, make sure you feel comfortable, feel free to, to shoot Peggy an email. Peggy, P-E-G-G-Y, at trainingpersonally.com. You can check out information uh, about the gym on her website, trainingpersonally.com. She's on uh, Facebook under Training Personally, or shoot her a text or give her a phone call, 513-328-0296. That's Peggy Edwards with Training Personally, 513-328-0296. Also brought to you by the newest nosebleed sponsor, two weeks in, Green Solace. Uh, old Magic Fingers Elizabeth Green is an experienced professional massage therapist uh, who provides you with a massage tailored to your needs. Remember that, tailored to your needs. She will come in, and, and not like you're thinking, uh, she'll come in and do a relaxation massage or a focus massage. She can focus on a specific spot, whether it be your back, or uh, in a, a neck deal or a shoulder deal. She'll take care of you that way. Uh, wherever you've got pain, uh, she is a licensed massage therapist helping your clients lead a less stressful and healthier lifestyle. Let her help balance your body and mind. That is Green Solace. You can check her out at green, G-R-E-E-N-E-S-O-L-A-C-E.com. Or check her out on Facebook, same way. Green Solace on Facebook. You can set up the appointment there, and she will take care of all your massage therapy needs. Here's the thing. Go to training personally, get a great workout in, and then schedule a, uh, schedule a massage with Green Solace, and you'll, you'll be taking care of your body. We, we care about you here at the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. We care about There's you. We no want you to take care of yourself. We want you to take care of yourself. Mention, hey, mention the Nosebleed Sports Podcast when you go to the training personally. You can get a free month. Mention the Nosebleed Sports Podcast when you get a hold of Green Solace, and she'll say, oh, you must know Chris. That's all you're <laughs> going to get, though. <laughs> In fact, you might get a little upcharge. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you might upcharge. <laughs> just kidding. No, no, not at all, not at all. So anyway, uh, like I mentioned earlier, it is banana land in this country and in the world, mostly in this country, apparently, uh, where we have still have crazy corona going on, and it is all over the place. Cincinnati, uh, where we are currently in ourselves, Hamilton County area, is a problem area. Huge, huge spikes happening here lately. Uh, I went and got tested last, uh, like I told you guys last week, didn't have the results. I went to Florida two weeks ago, this immune system. I'm like, it's like Mike Tyson, dude. I'm like Mike, this beating, it beats everything off. You can't, you can't touch this thing. You can't touch this immune system. I could, uh, I could go to China, eat 15 dead bats, lick every door handle, come back. You wouldn't even know anything ever happened to me. Okay. 15 dead bats. Um, isn't that how yeah, this started? Good. Somebody ate a bat. What's that? Didn't isn't that how this whole thing started? They said somebody ate a bat and like yeah, got it from. I don't, a... know. I don't know if that's true or not. I've never I want it to be true because you know people always say that you know they 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 always say you know even one person can change the world. 
And I never really believed that. But if that dude ate a bat, he definitely changed the world. If that's how this thing started, <laughs> that dude changed the world. <laughs> yep, he sure did. So you you came up negative officially. I came up negative. Yes, I am. Um, negative. I think I may have mentioned last week that I was going to get the uh, the antibody test. Or that yes, I was. you did. Did you do that? So I went to the doctor. I actually ended up going to the do- to the doctor because I had like this rash on my arm. Uh-oh. So I'm like, I'm like, this is weird. I don't know what this is. So I, uh, I called about that and I said, I, I'd also kind of like to get an antibody test. Is that possible? And so they kind of were like hesitant and they didn't really say yes or no, but they were like, yeah. well, well, we'll talk to the doctor and see what he says or whatever. So I went in, yeah. ends up being uh, poison ivy. You know, I don't go outside. So you, I don't know how I got poison ivy. <laughs> okay. So I got some poison ivy just on the inside of my arm, a little spot on the right on the crease of my oh, elbow. That is the most and oh, right in the crease. The worst places to get poison ivy. I'm gonna tell you because I've had poison ivy on every inch of my body, and I y'all can have crazy imaginations. Literally every inch of my body has had poison ivy at one point or the other. I'm extremely allergic to it. Once it's on me, I don't like blow up and have to have steroids or anything, but it spreads like wildfire. The worst places in the crease of the elbow, the crease of the knee behind the knee, mm-hmm. in between the fingers, yeah. and the scrotum. The scrotum by far is absolutely the worst. I can't even tell you, it's by far the worst. Yeah, I'd imagine. Sure would. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's. Yeah, I gotta. Okay. So, <laughs> refocus here. Uh, went in for that. Anyway. Talk to the doctor. Okay, that looks like poison ivy. Sure, here, yeah, I'll shoot you over a steroid, whatever. Um, and and then I asked him about the antibody test, and he's like, "Well, he's like, well, look, I'll do it, but we we don't know, we don't know what it means. You mm-hmm. might, it might mean you never get it again. It might mean you're good for three months. It might mean you're good for a year. It might mean you can get it next week. Right. We don't know. We don't know. And he said, so it's. And I, you know, it, it might, it might cost you depending on how your insurance handles it. You might, it might cost you a little extra for the visit or something like that. He said, so you tell me, I'll do it if you want me to or not. And I'm like, okay, well, I feel like you're trying to talk. Trying to it, so. Let's do it. I did not you do said it. No? I didn't do it. Here's the deal. Let me tell you this. Cause when I first came back, I called, I called the doctor to get uh, a, a test done. And they did the same thing. They tried to like talk me out of it. No, no, this is what I want to do. So guess what? We're doing it. Well, just quarantine for 14 days and, and it just, just pretend like you have it. Yeah, that's fine. But I also want to know if I have it. So I'm coming in and getting tested. Right. So Adam, sometimes you got to stand on two feet, brother. Well, if I was, if I would, if it was, if it was the regular test and I had been around people and stuff like that, I, I would yep. have said I wanted it. Sure. The antibody test, since they have no idea what it even means, whether you're positive or not. They don't know now, but you could get right. the antibody test now. And then two months down the line, they're like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. You can only get it once in your life, which by the way, that ain't going to happen. Just so no. you don't know, you're going to get this again. It's just like any other flu in the way your immune system works. Like the harder you get it, 
the more chances are that you're not going to get it because your immune system is like your brain, right? So it remembers the stuff that uh, was really bad and it remembers how to fight that stuff. But little things like young people like us who might get something and never even know we had it, your immune system didn't have to fight that hard. They forget about it. You're going to get it again later. So in case you all wondering how the immune system works, uh, I'm not a doctor. Uh, but I listened to a doctor and he put it in hillbilly, which is the way I just did. He put it in hillbilly for me and it made perfect sense. And I was like, cool. That, why don't people explain everything like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish everybody would explain it like that. Like my memory works a certain way. I remember big things in my life. I don't remember what happens every day. I don't even know what I ate for dinner. It was a couple hours ago. So yeah, it makes total sense. I'll put it in hillbilly for you the way my doctor did. <laughs> um so does your doctor wear a cowboy hat or anything like that no not in the office no not looking in the at office. him but looking at him oh i 100 percent guarantee he's got at least one stetson at the house <laughs> <laughs> all right good i hope i run into him in the uh out out and about dr dr mccarran listen he's been doing it for way too long probably and he's getting ready to retire might be a year too too late no i'm just kidding doc i love you uh <laughs> someday on this podcast i might tell the story about my doctor in in getting a shot in my shoulder to try to help some pain out and what the second the doctor that i went to go get the shot from told me about getting it done so i'll tell that story at a different time Okay. Well, we haven't got time because there's so much going on right now in sports. And by so much going on, I mean there's nothing going on <laughs> in sports except for, I believe, Major League Soccer's back at it. Mm -hmm. NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR's uh, uh, kissing bricks, I think they did last week. On Sunday, I believe somebody, they, it was the Brickyard thing where they kissed the bricks at the end. Okay. I don't know. It might be this week or last week. Not going to lie. Didn't watch. Don't know anything. Been quarantined for like four months now, so I don't watch or listen to sports, uh, except for I watch a whole lot of Golf Channel. I have become addicted to the Golf Channel. I'm not gonna lie. I watched. I bet I watched the Rocket Mortgage uh, uh, last week. I watched on so so Thursday, Friday, right, and then you got to make the cut, and then Saturday, Sunday is 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 after the cut. Well, Wednesday, they do a practice round. I watched Wednesday's practice round and a little fundraiser that four of these guys did on Wednesday to make some money uh, for some people. Then I watched Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I watched golf for five straight days. I was really messed, bummed out that they didn't have anything on that one in Columbus. Nothing. Uh, the Memorial's next week. This week is something else. They're playing the exact same course two weeks in a row. Oh. But they're going to change tee boxes up in between and do some other stuff, apparently, which I don't know how that's going to work. So I'm pretty excited. But they didn't have any practice rounds today. Really irritated me. I don't get any golf until tomorrow. <laughs> Man, that's uh, boring. Okay. Uh <laughs> On that note, what is coming up later this month is Major League Baseball and the NBA. So let's get kicked off because – they have announced the schedules for both leagues. Obviously, yes. the NBA is the schedule that came out has way more fun games and different things involved in it. 
because it's basically the playoffs to start off the whole thing. So um, that's going to be fun. But to start off, let's get into Major League Baseball, man. What do you what, – what, what, what do we have to look forward to with the way the schedule is coming out? So because of they don't want teams to travel all over the country, you know, all over the place, they're, they're only playing. So like the Reds, where we are, they're playing their regular National League Central teams in their division, and then they're only playing outside of that, they're only playing American League Central teams. So the East is playing the East, West is playing the West, Central's playing the Central. So, and these – the games are not the series against these teams are not even numbers home and home. So that's, 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 that's going to give certain teams an advantage. I feel like um, sure. it depends on, on which teams you play more at home. Like the Reds play the pirates 10 times in 60 games. Seven of those are at home. Okay. So, so here's my question. You, I have, I have not looked at any of the scheduling at all, but just hearing those few things. So, they're playing the National League and American League Central. Correct. They're playing the Pirates 10 times? Yeah. Nobody else 10 times. Pirates, they play the most. That's one-sixth of oh, – for those of you that are as good at math as I am, that is one-sixth of their schedule. Elder math. There's only, there's only five-six left, and that's way, way more than five teams. Yes. Yep. How this doesn't make any sense to me, but then again, we're in banana land, so I'm not even going to ask the question. Uh, I guess really, I just want to know what your thoughts are on it, and uh, when you look at it, how do the Reds stand up? Well, you know they they start with Detroit at home. Detroit is probably one of the weaker teams in the American League Central, so that's a good start. And then they go three against Detroit. Then they go uh, for four against the Cubs, and then they're in Detroit for three more. So pretty favorable schedule to start out. Um, you know, the Cubs be, should be tough or whatever, but, um, but they play, you know, they play Detroit twice. They play six games against them. We already talked about they play the Pirates, who are the, who are the seller of the National League Central. They play them ten times. I mean, the, the schedule should work out pretty well for the Reds. Um, yeah. Now – I, I would want to look at everybody else's schedule. So, like, I don't know, I don't know how you feel, but I think probably between East, Central, and West, I would say the the National League and American League West are probably the weakest. If you're just mit- dividing it into the three regions, sure. I would probably say. Would you agree that the West is probably overall yeah, yeah. the weakest? I so, agree with that. So either I feel like either the best team in the West you know, National League or American League West are going to have a much better time, you know, a much better schedule, a more favorable schedule, or a team who's kind of like border, you know, could be really good, could not be kind of how the Reds were last year. We were expecting them to be better. Uh, They, you know, got off to a bad start or whatever, but one of those kind of teams that they're, they're, you know, a few game swing here and there, a three game losing streak or a three game winning streak could propel them in the right direction or the wrong direction and really get the ball rolling in one, one way or the other. And for a team like that, you get a three or four game win streak early in the season. 
And now you, you can kind of ride that a little bit and you turn it into eight out of 10, you turn it into, you know, 11 out of 15 or something like that. That's all you need. That's not all you need, but that's a, that's a big portion of that schedule. So it's yeah. that really might not be that great, but just has a really good two weeks. Yep. I'm going to tell you, a big thing. you're going to, I feel like there's going to be a divide. Like a lot of times in major league baseball, you've got uh, a group of about three or four teams up here. And then a group of about seven to 10 teams below them. And then another group of seven to 10 or however many below that. And then the bottom dweller four or five. Yeah. I think you're going to see, obviously with only 60 games to play, it's not as big a divide that you of games to separate them, but you're going to see a half and half. You're going to see, you're maybe not even half and half, but you're going to see a group of teams that are going to just have phenomenal uh, regular season records and a group of teams that are going to suck. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of that in between in this. It's going to be a lot of really good, really bad because of the so few games and the way as many times as you're playing the same teams in this, in this so few games being this, this should be, uh, I I feel good about what the Reds have going on right now. I feel really good about this. Yeah. Yeah. And and hopefully we're going to try to get Bobby Nightingale Jr. on with us uh, next week so we can really do kind of a full preview and uh, get some, get, you know, get some, some information about what's going on, especially with while they're training so everybody's everybody's in Cincinnati now training. Yep. Uh, they're doing you know they're doing scrimmages. They're doing live VP. Uh, so uh, and, and we've seen by the way follow Bobby on on Twitter at Bobby Nightingale Jr. Um, because he's updating. He's down there. He's updating and and there are pictures and videos coming out of guys taking BP against you know their pitchers and and that kind of thing. And um, so it's it's very interesting. And I I would like to talk to him about. Uh, about how the season looks and about how just the training is going on and, and all the different things they're doing to keep people apart and what the locker room's like and all that kind of stuff. I, I'd be interested to hear, hear that from him. So hopefully we'll have him on next week. So if you're watching now, please tune in next week and, uh, and we'll try to get that done. Um, sure. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Besides that, that's what we're waiting on. I mean, we're just waiting on. So it's the 23rd, I think, is the first few games. Uh, so we're only, uh, what, 15 games, uh, about 15 days away. Two weeks away. Yeah. About two weeks away. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited just to see it. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to last. Uh, I think now that I'm kind of thinking about this, tell me if I'm wrong here. But this, I, I, feel, I feel this way. I feel like Major League Baseball players have a higher chance of getting the virus because they're not playing in a bubble. And once they get off the plane in whatever city they go to, there's no restrictions. They're like, you know, whatever, you know, just show up at the ballpark, right? Kind of like business as usual is the way that I'm understanding it. I'm sure that they're asking them to do certain things, but they're not mandating any bubbles or anything like that, okay? Mm -hmm. So – Chances are there's going to be some people who come down with it. They're going to have a big group of people that they can bring in. You know, they'll test everybody right away, bring in people off of this list. I got a feeling Major League Baseball has a better chance to finish this season out than the NBA does. Because if two, three guys in this bubble catch this bad boy, this bubble is going to burst quick. 
in the NBA. Quick. Yeah, they, you know, I think they have, well, they obviously, so they're, they're testing them every single day. And that's, by the way, how much would that suck to get to? It's like every day for about an hour, you have to feel like you inhaled chlorine water. Is that how it felt to you? I felt like it had like this burn, like it was like, like after it was done, it was like, oh, it was like I just came up and I ooh, inhaled some chlorine water while I was, you know, in the pool or whatever. And you just get that little, that little burn up there for a while. Yeah, it, it made my eyes water when I got tested, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they're going to they're gonna get those guys quarantined right away. And then they're going to test everybody else. And, no, you know, they're not going to – if they get tested at night and in the morning they get the results and somebody tested positive, they're not going to play games that day, I don't think. And, or they're, not, they're at least not going to play the teams that played that that, that that person was involved in the day before. They're not going te- to play until everybody gets tested again and tests negative again, I, I would think. So – you know, that's a, that's a thing like, you know, the, the schedule might have to be adjusted as they go if that happens. Something Not only that, but what happens if LeBron James gets test positive for COVID-19? I mean, one of the things that somebody might do if they get in, let's say, uh, who's Patrick Beverly playing for these days? Is he still with the Clippers? Clippers. Yeah. Okay. So it comes down, right, they're reseeding everybody at the end of this, and the Clippers and the Lakers are one and two. And we're in the NBA Finals. In game one of the NBA Finals, Pat Bev has had a little COVID by his nightstand for a while. <laughs> Takes a little hit off his COVID off his COVID cup. Goes to the game, and obviously he's gonna guard. He's gonna guard LeBron, and that's their goal. Boom. Game two, and the rest of the in the rest of the finals, no LeBron James. So you're saying Patrick Beverly is going to get COVID and give himself up to get LeBron out of there? Yeah. Yeah, because that's that would be a, that would be a good trade off for the Clippers for sure. Uh, without a doubt, I mean, not even close to. Yeah, without a doubt, I could see somebody going this far. I could see that. <laughs> if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Pat Bev. Uh, uh, you know, I was about to say it's going to be Doc Rivers, but no, you're right. It would be Patrick Beverly. Doc, Doc Rivers, Rivers ain't. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, the, Even the, the coach of the Clippers anymore? Who coaches the Clippers these days? Yeah. Yeah, it's Doc. Okay. Just making sure. So, they, <laughs> it's going to be really interesting. I, you know, we talked last week about Buster only talking about in baseball how he thinks there's a 5% chance that they start and a 0% chance they finish. And Adam Silver has admitted, look, there's a good chance there's people are going to get this thing while we're here. And uh, they're going to try their best to, to keep it away from everybody else. Um, playing basketball, it's going to be tough. And uh, it, it's – we're going to find out. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm really excited. We have this – just looking tonight at these schedules, there's an actual schedule of games and times and TV you know, TV listings. I'm things excited about that. I'm, I'm forward to. The funny thing is, is when all this, when all this came out in the, you know, a month ago, two months ago, 
we were all thinking, man, when this starts, shoot, it's going to be so nice. It's going to get started. Everything's going to be calming down. We'll be good to go. This is about to start in what might be the highest peak of the entire virus thing that we've got going on. Yes. Yes, you're right. That's, I don't know, man. I, 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 uh, another interesting thing regarding that is we didn't talk about that we were going to talk about this, but um, the Ivy League made a decision that I, I think is the right one. Um, mm, but not just because they're not just because they're the smartest people <laughs> in, in college <laughs> sports, but uh, but because I, I mean I don't know it doesn't matter what I think, but but they have decided to forego any fall sports um, and I guess winter sports too. So they're they're shutting everything down through the rest of the year at least. So uh, I guess they'll they'll re reassess at the end of the year and figure out what they want to do. It sounds like they're probably just going to wait until spring sports next year to come back. And then who knows? Because we have no idea what it's going to be like then either. So I've got my Xavier season tickets and we just had the option to upgrade. And I was looking to see if I could get a couple extra seats around me for the kids thinking, man, there's going to be some, there's going to be some Corona scaredy cats that are going to give their seats up and I'll be able to snatch a couple real close start bringing the little ones there ain't nobody doing nothing we are all gonna get corona once Xavier basketball starts back up <laughs> and, and that reminds me that uh my sister got me a uh, a mask so so I finally got some cloth masks I was I was using the I had a few I was stretching out the uh the, the, the NBA ones oh, and uh the NBA mask I I do yeah I do have that one but that was the only cloth mask I had, and you're not—you're really supposed to like wash them after each time you you wear it out or whatever. Technically, gotcha. you're supposed to. So, um, so I was—I was doing that, and I was using—I was using uh, sleeve, you know, t-shirt sleeves and stuff like that too. But uh, so, so, and my 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 girl got me a few actually, and uh, but my sister got me one, and that is uh, first off, that's real quick before you get into that, we need to have a podcast about how Adam gets a girl. Adam Schmidt has a new female friend in the middle of the coronavirus. <clears throat> I feel like this has to be a topic at some point in time. Maybe, maybe at some point in time. So anyway, my sister got me this <laughs> mask, right? And uh, I was excited to unveil it here because I knew you would like it. Oh, look at that! That's what I need right there, dude. I gotta give me one. Does that got one of the little metal pinchers for the top? No, it does not. Uh, it I got not. me. I need to get me one that's got a. I like the. I like the pincher because my nose is so big that I feel like the mask is doing nothing. Like everything's just flying out of the top. Like I need something to click down around that old schnoz, and it's got a. It can't just be like a, a, a like like a perfect triangle. It's going to have, like, it's got to be rounded in different areas because this nose has got some pits and grooves all over it. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Is that thing still I broken? I like that, that thing. thing's That's still broken, good. right? Uh, I mean, I, I, know, I never reset it, so I guess it, it broke. I think it's been broke three times, so I might have broke it and then broke it back into place, but then it's been broke right back out of place again. So, so every, odd, every odd number of break breaks it again. 
I feel like that's correct. Yeah. So I you feel like at this do. moment in time, I'm on broke. You're on broke. Just, just, uh, just forget to take out the trash a couple of times and have your wife punch you right in the nose. Knock it right back into place. That thing will shrink back down into a little, little Michael Jackson nose, barely anything. Could you imagine if that thing shrinks down? Actually, this is the way to do it. That's the profile where you get a real good look at the size of it. <laughs> the right side of the schnoz is better than the left, way bigger than the left side because of the way it's broken. It's got a little twitch one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube, you just got to see my nose and profile. Yep. You're good at the profile too. I feel like. I'm not sure if I'm exactly sideways That's perfect. or anything. That's perfect. That's exactly sideways. All right, on the count of three, turn to your turn to your left. All right, one, two, three. Turn to your left. All right. So the viewers need to vote who's got the bigger schnoz now. All right, we're good. We both went in profile. You're good. You can come back. Both went in profile. I want to see some comments in the YouTube uh, about who's got the bigger schnoz. Nosebleeds poll. Who has the bigger nose? All right. I like it. <laughs> on that note, on that note, so uh, apparently when you get this uh, corona, you can't smell or taste, which might be good for some NBA players because apparently yeah. the meals that are being given out in the bubble are pretty bad, I hear. I have not seen the pictures. Adam, I need you to describe to me what these – so when I think of it, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, NBA players who eat five-course meals every day. They're going to be complaining about some good-looking grub. Adam, I want you to tell me what we're looking at here, Bob. I'm, I'm telling you. So Troy Daniels posted something on, uh, on I think it was Instagram. Yeah, I think it was Instagram. And it was his first, his first night in the hotel. All right. They got a nice, uh, nice piece of paper. Looks like maybe even cardstock. It's got a nice border around it. The NBA logo as the date. It says dinner. And so first night, now this is, this is what it is. Fresh garden greens, arugula, if I said that right, watermelon, pickled red onions, goat cheese with raspberry vinaigrette, tomato and mozzarella, capri, uh, is it caprese salad? Caprese salad? Caprese salad? I think it's just a caprese salad. Caprese salad, okay. It tells you how much I That's my Greenberg, his favorite salad. Oh, that's right. You're right. Italian grilled chicken. With natural, I'm gonna say jus white fish with tomato and dill topping, Parmesan polenta with sun dried tomatoes, pasta with impossible bolognese sauce, roasted summer vegetables. That's the list of your obviously very healthy uh, NBA meal. So that they don't have a choice, that's just what you get. I guess I would think they would have a choice, but that's uh, apparently yeah. what it is. But so then he shows the mama's picture. cooking. It's not a restaurant. If mama's cooking, you get one thing, and that's what's coming out on the dinner table. <laughs> oh, I feel like they, they probably got so many cooks there, and I mean, if oh, they've yeah, got I, people I, to do to 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 do your toenails, uh, they should have several <laughs> chefs with options. So. So he sends the picture and it's like a, it's like a, when you go to McDonald's and you're eating in and you get the, the tray, it's just a plain old tray. Everything is packed in like little 
you know, like the little sauce cups you get if you get, if you get a meal to go from somewhere yep. and you get the little sauce. Like everything's packed in those. The 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 salad is packed in one of those little clear containers. Like it's a it's a to go meal from a restaurant from like a mediocre restaurant. And it's well, how do you know that? You don't know how good and how fresh those ingredients are. You don't know that, because maybe people don't like uh, whatever one of those weird ass words that you said were in their caprese salad, and they want to leave it out. So they were nice enough to put that in a separate container for you. I'm I'm telling you, we we need to talk about this for another minute while I pull this. I'm going to share it. I'm going to share the picture on the Zoom call on the screen. Uh, as soon as my, as soon as my Google comes up here. Um, so the thing is for me is, is I feel like if, if you're just looking at it and they just show you a bunch of containers, you don't know necessarily how that will look once you mix it all together. He might put all that together, fluff it up, and it might look like the greatest thing you've ever eaten in your life. That's all I, that's what I think about it. Yeah. I mean, you let me tell you, you're going to have to, you will have to do that. You're going to have to take everything out of the containers and put it on a plate because there's not a plate, by the way, there's no, <laughs> there's no dishes. Well, that you can see, he took a picture of a tray. You don't know what's any in his hotel room. He's probably in a hotel room. That's got like a stove and a microwave and a fridge and all kinds of stuff. And it's probably got, it's like, it's like a suite, you know, it's got its own thing. And they they're stocked up with like four or five plates, two, three. Well, you know, when I go to those things, there's like two plates, two cups, two yeah. knives, two forks. You're, you're, you're probably right. They, they, you would think they would have everything they need. Um, and I am going to figure out, okay, so share, I'm sharing this thing now and it's coming up. So if you're watching on, on YouTube, uh, the Adam screen has, has started sharing. Um, however, nothing is up, but that's all right. You are viewing Adam's screen. It just says that we're viewing a black screen right now. I could be wrong. Maybe everybody else sees something and I don't, uh, because it says you started sharing. So it might just take a minute, but just take this. Let me just tell you that the picture of this stuff does not match what you would expect the rest of his room to be like I'm just saying <laughs> that. it looks like he went to kroger to the salad bar at kroger and threw some stuff it you know like threw some stuff in a and in one of those clear plastic containers and here now i don't even hear adam or anybody now can you oh are we back oh i hear you now there he is hey all right sorry uh, about that Oh, I got the, your internet connection is unstable as well. Oh, I had that earlier today. Yeah. I lost, I lost you there for a good second, but I, I don't know where you were, where I was. We were all, you were froze. I had yep. nothing going on. Hey, the world that we live in, bud, the world that we live in. I love lately. I've been watching a ton of ESPN and they've always got somebody on like their zoom or whatever. Yep. And it's always faded. I think that my TV's going out or something. Cause it looks like it's not. HD and then they show whoever else is on ESPN and they're clear and the guy in the middle is not so great. It's just the world we live in. Yeah. But I do see, I do see this now. Okay. Okay. So tell me what you think. I'm not going to lie. If this came to me, I'd be like, dang on, man, this looks really good. 
<laughs> What's wrong with this? Everything looks fresh. I don't see anything that looks moldy or nasty. Well, everything looks nice and fresh. Watermelon looks fresh. The biscuit looks good. Uh, all the stuff on the side. What is wrong with these? What are you complaining about? <laughs> what, what are you complaining about? This is not what I would think that a normal NBA hotel meal looks like. All right, like. so you've got a hotel that is holding how many teams right now? Well, it's like they're, they're spread out through three hotels, I think. Okay, so you've got so how many teams are there? Uh, there are was it twenty? Was it no? Let's say twenty one. Like okay, twenty six. Divide that up into three hotels. You're looking at eight teams in a hotel. So you've got eight teams in a hotel. Each team has however many players. Each team has however many extra people staying in that hotel because I think you get to bring like two or three people with you or whatever. Not until if, a few weeks into the into the playoffs. All right, so right now it's just those people. You're not at like a five star hotel in 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 downtown New York, in Manhattan, right outside of like you're at your Disneyland, dude. What what, what were you expecting? What were you you're, expecting to get? What were you expecting these hotels to be doing for you? I'm expecting the three best hotels at Disney World to have better that, – that have been preparing for the last four weeks or whatever. No, sorry, bro. For this thing. They've got to get this food out in mass production. It's not that many. It's not that many people. Okay, hold on a second. How, mean, many they're, people they're on, how many people, people are on a team? How many people are on a team? Uh, they can yeah, carry 15. up to like – 16 or 17 right now, I think. All right, so let's say 17. 17 plus, you have how many coaches on each team? Five? Probably more oh, than that. Yeah. I feel like half the bench is coaches. But yeah. let's just say five. Plus five gives you 22 people times eight teams. That's 176 meals. Just, just going off that, that's not training staff. That's not anybody else. Just coaches and kids. That's 176 meals, 176 dinners, you got to come up with. If that's not mass production, I don't know what is. Yeah, I, I, but you know what? That's how many people are staying at those hotels all the time anyway. Is this the meal that – This is better – I'm telling you right now, this is better than any meal that those people are getting in a when – you're, when you're ordering room service. This is probably better than whatever meal they're getting. Really? Dude, what are you looking at here that looks bad? What in this – what here, if you were in a hotel and you ordered something, what on this picture looks bad? It just looks, it just looks like cheap grocery store stuff. That's all. The only reason it looks that way is because of the containers. That doesn't mean the stuff inside is cheap grocery food stuff. The containers look that way because that's how you see stuff in a grocery store. But <laughs> yeah, they had to put exactly. – you got to buy containers to put the stuff in. You can't just have 175 meals open air on a plate strolling down the hallway to give to people all day. You've got to, in the COVID life we live in, everything needs to be prepared, sealed right away, put on a tray. I think if you're complaining about this, you're, you've been in the league too long, you're stuck up, you need to get out of it, forget about it. There's nothing wrong with what's right there. 
for for you and me, there's nothing wrong. You're right. There's nothing wrong for for what's so what's that mean? Why why does that NBA <laughs> player what he's getting? Any? I'm telling you right now, this that's annoying. Now the stuff the WNBA is putting up with mouse traps in the mouse traps in the in the laundry rooms yeah. and, and and live a live worm, a, an actual live and living worm, still moist that they're showing squirming on the floor of the of the thing I saw a video of one of the WNBA players show that my friend is that's living below where you need to be this right here I guarantee what that dude's about to eat is phenomenally fresh and delicious but because it's in containers plastic <laughs> containers everybody's going to make a big deal about it it's ridiculous that plastic containers do not make food terrible bobby flay could make you the best meal of your life put it in plastic containers bring it to your room you open it up put it on a plate still the best meal of your life that's fair you might be right they might they might have to package everything up uh you know, to make sure it's safe in between wherever it's coming from to each room. So you're right. Now tell me that roll, at least the roll, the roll does not, that looks like a rock. Right. How do you know that looks like a rock? It Those, might look like it. How do you know how that roll feels? Because I know that's perfectly crispy on the outside and tender in the middle. I've been to five star restaurants that bring, that bring a bowl of bread to you. And that's one of the rolls that's in that bowl of bread. It looks exactly like that. It, Phenomenal. It looks like it looks like one of many rock hard rolls that I've had at restaurants. It looks like it to you. It looks like it. You have no idea what that is right there. You're right. You're right. Not fair. Not fair, Harrison Wind, whoever the God's green earth you are. Or no. Sorry, Troy, Troy, Troy Daniels. Daniels is the one that posted the. I don't, I don't even know, know who Troy Daniels no. is. He's number 30 for I don't even know who he plays for. <laughs> I don't know who he is. So if you, Troy Daniels, are complaining about this, what? why even be in the bubble? Leave. Go home. Go get yourself a five-star meal. Go to Jeff Ruby's. Go do whatever you want to do. Don't complain about it. You want to play ball, get in there and play ball. Eat your grub. You can order some more later. Do what you got to do. So – and speaking of deciding whether or not to, to be there or not, we talked last week. There was a list of guys that are just that have decided not to not to go for whatever reason, whether it's health concerns or whatever for people in their family. Uh, a, a few guys just decided they just it, they just didn't want to do it. You know, guys have been talking about um, not wanting to do it because they didn't want to take um, the attention away from the uh, you know injustices and. In, in the Black Lives Matter movement in general, thing like that, yeah. Right. So, um, and one of those guys was was Dwight Howard. And he just, in the last day or so, uh, came out and said he is going to join the team. So he's, he's going to join the team and he's going to play. Um, uh, uh, he's going to donate his game checks, though, to uh, an organization that he's been, that he started working with. Is that correct? That is that is exactly correct, and I'm going to tell you what this is uh, kind of gives you, gives you cold chills because you know people like us. It's always you know what can I really do to to make a change or to 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 do something to to prevent the injustices that so many people feel in their everyday life. What can somebody like me do to make that better? And a lot we've talked about it on this podcast. I I, I don't 
I don't know. I don't know. I can try to be better. I can try to try to do certain things. These guys have the ability, the platform, and have made the money and have the 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 uh, financial stability to to make a statement and use their platform this way to say, I'm taking my money that I make this the rest of the season and I'm giving it to this. So I, so that way they, now they can go on and play in this and not feel like it's taking away from the movement because they are still giving to it by playing. And, and I, I totally respect that. I respect that because as a fan, I still get to watch. I still get to see some of the best players playing. Uh, and also as, as, as a human being who knows that, you know, what, what he's putting his, his money towards is, is something that uh, means a lot to him. And, and it's, it's, it's cool. I like it. I, I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome. I hope more people do it. Yeah. And, and Patty Mills actually is another guy who came out today and is doing the same thing. Uh, he's going to donate. He's going to donate that money to uh, the same the same kind of cause, and um, I, th- I think you're going to see more and more guys do that too. I think yeah. it's going to going to have a ripple effect, and I think you're going to see some more guys doing that. And, um, and and it's exciting to hear that guys are deciding to come in and play. And but I have not been more excited about any player deciding to play than with the news I got this evening. I've been shouting from the mountaintop all season long. Jamal Crawford has signed with the team. How is he? Not, how is he not signed with somebody? He was the sixth man of the year for like three years in a row or something, and that was only two years ago when he got his last one. How is? I didn't even know he wasn't on a team. He hasn't been on a team all year. Nobody signed him, and it didn't make any sense. His last game last season. He had like 50 or something like that. I mean, yeah. he's like he's like 38 years old or something. He's like around our age or whatever. He's he's getting up there, but he's still performing. He's not he, he's still right. a very good he's a, he is that guy that you can bring off the bench and get buckets and and it's 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 a money thing, brother. It's got to be a money thing. They think they can get they think they can get production similar to what he can do from younger people and if he's not going to be an absolute star they're not going to pay him even though I mean he was sixth man of the year and was making as much money as as half the starters on his team because that's how good he was yeah and it's I don't think he's making a ton of money now I I didn't know right now I don't think so but yeah I didn't even see what what he signed with but he did sign with the Brooklyn Nets who are in desperate need of any players they're down like six guys or seven be, guys. Or he'll something. be their star. He'll be their number one. Yeah, yeah, he will. He'll, yeah, he's their he's their first scoring option now. But no, I'm I'm excited to see him. And and, and yeah, because he will. He'll get to go off. I'm sure he'll get to go off if he wants to. Because he's not. Who's he gonna pass the ball to? Everybody's out now. That came out the other day. Um, yeah, they they've got they got one of the Lopez brothers. Both Lopez brothers are with the Bucks now, but uh, but yeah, they, yeah. I mean, Brooke was there for a long time. Um, so anyway, I, I was so excited to see that Jamal Crawford is, is is back in basketball. 
and basketball is going to be back. And there are some days that are, are, there are games on all day long on some weekend days coming up. You know, it starts the 30th, I think is the first, it's the first day for that. So we'll have baseball starting on the 23rd and one week later, suddenly we'll have two of the major sports back in action by the end of this. You know, oh, boy, buddy. There's going to be a lot of games in a short amount of time. So yeah. Get your DVR ready because everybody's going to be starting to go back to work because this would have been great during quarantine, but I guess we'll take it now, even though they're probably going to shut us all down here again here soon anyway. So we'll see how it goes. But the one thing about this that's crazy, right? So the world of sports is changing. And we are finally going to be getting sports. And in the same time, we are also losing a legend in the sports world. For over 20 years, Mike Golick has worked the morning show for ESPN Radio. And at the end of July, they have made a decision to completely revamp ESPN Radio, the whole schedule in all around. Mike Golick, who has made that morning show forever, never was really a fan of Greenberg, uh, I mean, he's all right, but, you know, I always saw myself more as a Golik guy. Trey Wingo and Golik, I wasn't sure how that was going to work. Turns out they have unbelievable chemistry. His son on that show is phenomenal. They are canceling. They're canceling Golik and Wingo altogether. They have taken the Dan Lebitard show that comes on right afterwards, knocked off and took it from three hours to two hours, because you can't get rid of that, right? That's the number one radio show uh, in talk sports. So they're not getting rid of that. They would have if they could, I'm sure. But they, there's no way. So they just cut an hour off that. And, uh, and, they're doing, and they're bringing Mike Greenberg back to radio. He will have his own show, as will Max Kellerman. Why are those two got their own show? Used to have Stephen A. Smith was with his own show. Stephen A. Smith, phenomenal by himself. Max Kellerman by himself? Come on, man. Mike Greenberg by himself? I don't care what you have to say. Huh. Anyway, so first reaction to that, and then I want to tell you what the new lineup is. Uh, so I, I started listening to Golik and Wingo – probably within the first year or two of their ship, not Golik and Wingo, Mike and Mike in the morning. Mike and Mike in the morning. Uh, When Mike Golik was on there um, very early, uh, I remember going to, I want to say it was around early, well, 20 years. So 2000 probably was the first year, 2000, 2001, something like that. Somewhere in there, I think, uh, because Golik started at ESPN, I want to say in 98. And in the first two years, or the first year or two years, uh, he worked with he worked with three or four guys to be the main, you know, to be the the the, the driver of the show, basically. And none of them really worked. And then they brought Greenberg in, and and that that uh, relationship kicked off and and carried on from there. And I want to say it was around ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I remember driving to school, uh, like in college, listening to that in the morning. And um, so, so yeah, that was, I really, I got to, I, and then, you know, as I, 
I went to, I started working full time and all, and all that good stuff. And I was still listening. I would listen to that almost every single morning. Um, and then when Mike Green, Greenberg left and then they switched it over to, to Golik and Wingo, I wasn't crazy about that. Um, it's not, it's not horrible, but I didn't like it as much, but with Mike Golick Jr., Mike Golick Jr. is the best, the best at what they do in all of ESPN, in my opinion. I think I, he is incredible. He is. I totally agree. And shoot, they had him doing the doing the Nathan's hot dog eating contest the other day where there was two world records broken, by the way. Uh, uh, the women's world record and and Joey Chestnut beat his world record by one. Went from 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes to 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Oh. Unbelievable. They're interviewing afterwards, and he's burping and belching. It was so great. Oh. Anyway, Joey Chestnut, living legend, by the way. Uh, by far living legend. But, uh, but he did that, and he was unbelievable at that. He can step into anything. And he's, he, he, the way he speaks – is I don't know I don't even know how to how to explain it, but it just he's funny. He 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 knows a large vocabulary of words and he puts them together extremely well for an ex offensive lineman. Like it, it, you know what I mean? It's maybe that's a stereotype, which I know it is, but it just is what it is. I love Golik Jr. He will be. He will be on ESPN radio still. Okay. He, I'll spoiler alert before I get to the lineup. He's got a show. Good. His dad contract is up at the end of this year, the end of 2020. And as of right now, it is to be determined on if they've got anything for him to do from now till the end of the year. <laughs> so, you know Trey Wingo's got NFL uh, tonight and or NFL Live or NFL whatever it is, and that's his thing that he's been doing forever, and he'll he's still got that. So Wingo's got his old thing. Uh, but in all honesty, Mike Golick, he made that show for a long time by being the odd guy and you know the big dumb oaf who actually wasn't a big dumb oaf. You know, was a really intelligent guy. Uh, smart guy from Notre Dame and and uh, played the role so well with both of the hosts that he worked with for the last 20 years. And I've, I've – when we started this, I've done it so many times. I've, I think on this show I've probably compared us to Golick and Greenberg like probably 15 to 25 times, right? Like you're Greeny and I'm Golick. I mean, it's always <laughs> – when I listen to our podcast and when I think of us, that's how I think of it. So – uh, those guys, the, Golik especially, uh, always, always love that guy. Cracks me up. I'm really disappointed to hear that they have nothing at the moment to, for him to do. Uh, I'm just disappointed to hear he's going to be gone. I don't know why they're doing it. It doesn't make sense why they're yeah. shaking it. Uh, I'm not sure either. Um, I, it has to do something with ratings, I'm sure. Or, or uh, maybe they're – well, they're, they're taking their number one show and cutting an hour off of it. And that's the number one show in sports radio anywhere. Yeah, and it, it might be like any other business that a lot of businesses have taken a hit from, uh, from the coronavirus, although I, the TV stuff isn't – I mean, 
well, radio, radio and TV really shouldn't because you can do that in your home yeah. or wherever, in your car or whatever. And, and so why would you get rid of them? You're not, you're not just getting rid of that, of a radio platform. You're replacing them now. Yeah, it, it is strange. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I would like to know why the changes, and by the way, are the changes immediate? I mean, is that, is tomorrow? No, is no, it changing? Is the, it the new schedule weeks? starts August 17th. Uh, the last show for Golik and Wingo, I believe, is uh, the end of July. Oh, wow. So there'll be a couple weeks of God knows what on the radio during right in the middle of all of this stuff kicking off and going on. You know what I mean? Of, 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 the, the, bulk of these, the bulk of these things. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of I'll, – I'll just go over this. I'm sure it'll be a lot of – a few of these guys that are doing the new show. I'm sure they'll be filling in and doing little – snidbits until they can all get it planned to get together so the six to ten which was uh mike and mike forever and then golik and wingo uh and gojo i love the gojo thing that thing cracks me up golik jr so six to ten now is going to be Keyshawn johnson jay williams and uh, uh apologies if i say it wrong Zubin, Zubin Mehenti, who's a sports center uh, anchor right now, which is where they get a lot of the leads for these guys. Right. Zubin Mehenti, so it's going to be called Keyshawn, Jay, and Zubin. I love Jay Williams because Jay Williams, Jay Williams says what's on his mind and pisses a lot of people off, and a lot of people don't like what he has to say sometimes. Uh, I like somebody like that. Keyshawn Johnson, he's just a mouth. And I don't uh, – just a mouth doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. When Jay Williams talks and pisses people off about what he says, he does an amazing job of explaining why he's saying it, right? So I can respect that, whether I agree with it or disagree with it. Keyshawn Johnson is just a mouth. Thoughts? Especially for four hours – I got to tell you, I'm not excited about listening to that. I, I'm not, I'm not big on any, I unfortunately I'm not familiar with the uh, person from sports center. Um, so maybe they will. Uh, it might be, uh, apparently he's the best part of this because all, in this thing, there's three different tweets from different people and all of them are about Zubin Mahenti. And about how he's the hardest working guy and how great he is at everything he does. It's all about him. So hopefully he carries the show. Some guy that nobody's going to know. Yeah. Well, they will now. Uh, I'm sure more people will know about him now. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not super excited about that. I'm going to have to. Might have to switch switch over to Fox Sports. Whatever they got going on in the morning. Or oh, that like dude's that. terrible. That dude in the morning is he? He's the worst thing on on radio. I, yeah, I've, I've heard it a couple of times, but uh, I can't. I, I just have to listen to more podcasts. I think. Yep, there you go. More podcasts. That's what they're doing to you. So, <clears throat> 10 a.m. to noon will still be Levitard and Stu. Uh, which, if you live in Cincinnati, where we are, that's all you got them for anyway, because they right. they started the. Stinky, the dumbest thing known to man, Cincinnati 360. Like Cincinnati 360? It's the stupidest hour of radio I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> really? I, I, oh, my gosh. I would way more rather listen to 
Levitard for an extra hour and laugh, laugh hard than to listen to Tony Pike say, oh, 400. I like Tony Pike. Don't get me wrong. I think Tony Pike's good. I just feel bad for him being put in that situation to have to talk Cincy, whatever he's got to do for an hour. You can tell the guy's got no idea what to talk about. He uhs every other word. He's always missing out. He repeats himself 400 times just to get through the segment. I feel bad for him because I do. I like Tony Pike in that role. I think Tony Pike is good on the radio, especially when he's got somebody else with him. But anyway, that's I apologize to anybody who – no, I don't apologize. That's how I feel. He's pretty All good right, basketball player too. We played against him a couple times. Yeah, we played against him. He's, uh, he's, he's a better basketball player than you would think, uh, but was not the best basketball player on their team. No. But it, he, I, I could tell that he, he could have – I feel like he could have turned it on a lot more than he did. Sure, yeah, the athleticism. Yeah, like he could, I mean, have become, he could have become way more athletic if he felt like we were going to ever get close to beating their team. That's the thing. He didn't because they were playing us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so from noon to two, this is the one that I'm upset about the most. Okay. The, the Mike Greenberg show. This guy, this guy started the jump, or is that what it's called in the morning? Uh, and if it wasn't no, no, for no. Jalen Rose and more, or wake up or, or something Not, like that, yeah, get up, like that. get up. That's what it get is. Up. Get up. The jump is the NBA show. Right. Get up. Get up in the morning. That show's terrible. Is it? I don't like Mike, – Mike Greenberg doesn't do it for me. Jalen Rose is good on that show. Love Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose helps that show out. Michelle yep. Beadle was on there for, I don't know, like a week or two, and I don't think she's on there anymore. But Greenberg is just – he doesn't – he doesn't do it for me. So that's going to suck. So from noon to two, don't listen to the radio. Actually, from noon to four, because from two to four, you got the Max Kellerman show. I don't know what to think about. The Max Kellerman show. I don't know what to think about that. I – I don't mind Max Kellerman. I kind of I, I like him a little, but we, you know he and Stephen A. Smith together. I don't know if sometimes they say things to try to get a you know a a, a back and forth going or something. So I don't know. Sure. If I think they a do. Different. I think they do, and I hope. And Max Kellerman had his own show before. Max Kellerman is a phenomenal boxing analyst. Yeah. And if Max Kellerman's going to do a lot of boxing on this show, I'd probably listen to it a little bit more. But if it's, I got to listen to Max Kellerman with his first take takes, and that's all it is all day, I'm not in for it. Not in for that. And, and ESPN might have ruined Max Kellerman by putting him on that show. Just saying. Because nobody was ever going to be Skip Bayless. Nobody was ever going to be able to be the – the 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 heel like Skip Bayless was to to Stephen A when first take first started. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't think he was supposed to be the heel. Like I don't think he was. No, supposed but they had already the made the show out to be one guy pit one guy against the other. Yeah. So once you do that, Stephen A is always going to be the hero. Stephen A ain't going to let himself be the heel. Stephen A is the hero. Gotta love. I love Stephen A. I love me some Stephen A. His radio show was phenomenal. He was, yeah. I, I was when I first heard Stephen A. Years and years ago, years and years ago, I uh, 
I wasn't crazy about him. And then he grew on me. And then sometimes, sometimes I hear him again now and I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I, sometimes I can't stand him. Sometimes he's really good, but yeah. So I'm still, I guess I'm on the fence about him. All right. So after that, this is something that I never listened to the four to seven hour. We don't get it here uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, four to seven, the syndicated ESPN spot because that's going to be oh, right. where we have our local stuff at. Right. But the four to seven, four to seven is uh, and I don't know how to say her name, and I feel terrible about this, but it's a uh, former WNBA player, Chini Ogwamiki Ogwamike. I don't know how to say her last name, but it's Chini and Golik Jr. And I've seen this girl; she's good and she's pretty funny. But she she's she's good and her she's young. Her and Golik together are gonna be. They will take over that two to four spot, or maybe even they may even take over that noon to two spot, which is like prime gold radio. I wish they did the morning. That'd be great for me. I would love to hear them in the morning, but I think it. I I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's a, you, you need a driver of the bus, and I don't know who's driving the bus on that show. I think that's going to be just a – it's going to be more like the Levitard show where there's no driver of the bus. Everybody's just just going – sitting in the back cruising. I'm, but I'm lo- – I think that's going to be really good. Chinny and Golick Jr., I definitely suggest you guys watch this, listen to that show because I think it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I, I wonder if they're going to – I'm guessing they're not going to change that though. We might only get, if that's four to seven, we might only get the last hour of that here in Cincinnati. Cause three to six is the, is Mo Egger. Right. Three to six is Mo Egger. Uh, we may, yeah. So we probably, we may only get an hour. I thought we didn't get any of it at all, but you're right. It may only be an hour. Either way. Well, Sarah Spain's usually on after that, right? Right. Spain, Spain and company. Spain and Which company. Yeah. I like, I like Sarah Spain too. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. Yeah, she's got the the uh, our local boy, um, Jordan. Jordan Cornett, yeah. Jordan Cornett's on there all the time. It's not her. It's he's not always on. Oh. He's got the stand in. It's it's Spain and Company, but he definitely has a large. He's on there the bulk of the time, I'd say. Yeah, I've heard Saint him. Saint X, right? Saint X, Saint X boy. Him and his brother. Yep. yep. That boys. Um, Butler was he Butler or was he Notre Dame? One of them went to Notre Dame. One of them went to Butler, didn't they? Uh, Joel went to Butler. Jordan went to Notre Dame. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So he's the Notre Dame one then. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, it's a Chine, Chine, I don't. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh, I've got news. Pressing pause on playing ball this season was tough, but sometimes taking a step back can lead to an unexpected step forward. I'm thrilled to co-host a new daily national radio show at ESPN ready to rep this generation and show that voices like mine matter. It's going to be good. I'm excited to hear her. Anybody with Golik Jr. Golik Jr. Golik Jr. can make anybody feel comfortable. I would love to hear him and Bomani, be honestly, because I've heard them go at a couple things like uh, peeing in the pool and peeing in the shower. I've heard those two get in arguments about that. And Bomani is hilarious because Bomani – Bomani won't let you be right. If he thinks he's right, he won't let you be right. But Golik Jr. is the only man I've ever heard in my life that just did not back down. Yeah, he's he's good, man. He's he's confident in himself for sure. Mike Golik Jr. He's 
So I thought you were talking about Bomani because Bomani is too. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a huge Bomani Jones guy. No, I, I like Bomani Jones. Jones. I yes. like that. I don't know why. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's interesting. It's going to be, you know, we, that, and you kind of you kind of hit on that a little bit. That's part of, you know, that lineup in, in ESPN radio is part of why we're doing this. You know, mm-hmm. it, it inspired both of us, I think, because we, we wanted to do that. That's what we wanted yep. to do. Without a doubt. And, yep. uh, so, so this was our only way to do it because neither one of us are uh... – <laughs> Neither one of us was getting hired by a radio station. Right, right. But thanks to the millions of viewers that we now have on a weekly basis, we love you all, and, and it means a lot to us that uh, you've given us this platform. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all the, all, thanks for all the emails. Thanks for all the tweets constantly. Uh, yeah. Sorry I can't get to everybody, but, uh, but, you know, Chris and I usually spend, usually spend about two hours every night trying to go through as many emails, fan emails as we can, and it's, it's, uh, it's just impossible. There's too many to get to. So if we don't get to you, we apologize. But uh, we'll try that. Promise we try. Send another one. Send another one the next day, and and eventually you'll be at the top of the list, and we'll hook, we'll hook you up. Yep. Yep. Oh, but you know, and you know, uh, one guy that is really a big fan of this podcast because we have a lot of athletes, a lot of athletes that listen to this thing, a lot yeah. of fans, uh, a lot of front office executives listen to this podcast for advice. I actually just got a text. I just got a text when I was talking about the Rocket Mortgage um, uh, from Dan Gilbert, who who uh, owns Rocket Mortgage and does the whole thing in Detroit, uh, as well as owns Cleveland Cavaliers. There you go. Um, yeah. So those guys all and, and uh, comedians. We have a lot of comedians that listen to our podcast and contact us about it all the time. And uh, one guy is. Uh, is a comedian by the name of Nate Bergetzi. And uh, so since he is such a fan of the podcast, we decided to uh, throw him a bone and w- watch his latest Netflix special. We decided we would hook him up and put, make him the theme for this week's comedy segment. Right. Right. Yep. Uh, it's called the Tennessee Kid. And it was, uh, it was, uh, I, so I watched it when it came out. And, uh, and then I watched it again uh, just a little bit ago. And I got to tell you, I, the more I see this guy, I, the more I like him. I, I, I've seen I this. I've seen another one of his, his specials. I think the last one that he did before that a couple years ago. Um, and a bunch of stuff, you know, like you, you can just find clips all over the place, obviously, on the Internet of, of these guys. And so I've seen, I've seen a lot of, uh, of Nate Bergetzi and – He's he's good. I think he's really, really good. I like his – he looked – in this special, he looked like he was on zero hours of sleep for the last 10 days. <laughs> he, he, was, he, was, he, is like a, he is like a sloth. Man, that guy looks tired. He sounds tired. He doesn't move around very much. <laughs> uh, but I feel like that's all of his delivery. What's that? Yeah. I feel like that's part of his delivery. Yeah, and, and it's and I like and it. Not I, I like that it's, you know, yeah, I like that it's about the words. You know, it's not he's not doing any physical comedy. He's not he's not doing props or anything like that. It's about the words and putting together, writing a joke, and fixing it, fine tuning it, 
and finding the right spots and the timing and all that kind of stuff. And I think he's outstanding at that. He is very good at that. And I'll tell you from the beginning, he set this thing off. This is the first time I've seen this. I feel like I've seen him before, but this is the first full special I've seen of him for sure. And he set it off right in the very beginning when he talks about changing his shirt, playing golf. And some old man, he walks up to him and says, Olivia? Oh, my gosh. The Olivia joke. I was like, I started writing that down. I was like, this could be one where I'm not going to be able to write down because I'm going to be too busy laughing. And I was correct. (laughs) Hilarious. This dude was phenomenal. He's one of my favorite ones that we've watched. Nice. Oh, man, I'm so happy to hear you say that. Yes. Um, Okay, so then, I mean, let's – Let's rate it. Ra- All right, we can go straight into rating it. Uh, I wanted to talk about the 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 hilarious uh, the the hilarious wedding that he went to, where yeah. the guy had where the 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 father of the bride they didn't have a shirt for him, so he just didn't so wear didn't, one. Didn't wear one. <laughs> he said, "Ah, turn just turn jacket around." And then you saw his back, and you oh, no, I didn't know your back could be worse than front. Turn that thing back around. And at the very end of the, of the special, during the credits, there's a picture of this guy. And if you pay attention, he's got a cigarette down in his hand, down on the bottom, sunglasses on, cummerbund, full, full tuxedo, no shirt. Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Oh, so he said, hilarious. He said they had a, they had a punch bowl. <laughs> they had a punch bowl low to the ground so he was helping all the kids get punched and somebody said it's wine he said you know i didn't know you had to let you know, you had to take the wine out of the box to let it breathe a little bit <laughs> <laughs> put wine in a punch bowl and then he said nine girls loose that night i think is what he said yeah he said they, the dj the DJ was drunk. He played the same, played the song "White Wedding" three times in a row. That was at his own my, wedding. Instead of all this, he said it was. He said the DJ Billy wedding by Billy Joel. Yeah, sung by Billy Joel. Because at the hillbilly wedding, they were just listening to a boombox. They just turned the station because they had to wait. They had to stop dancing while they would do the while they would do the traffic and weather. They put two pieces of plywood together for the dance floor. Turn on a radio station. <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling you right now, this dude was really good. Um, I like the dead horse joke. <laughs> the dead horse well, joke. Going to- I, I can't even. You can't even tell that on this because it wouldn't make sense. You have got <laughs> to listen to the full joke. He put a lot of time and effort into the dead horse joke. He did. Put a lot of effort into that one, and that was that was really good. That was really good. So funny. So uh, yeah, because that turned back around because they took a they took a horse and carriage. <laughs> his his cousin Tuesday took a horse and carriage on Saturday to the to their to their reception next door <laughs> from the Louisville, Kentucky, outside of Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, wedding anyway super funny guy he's from tennessee he's a big vanderbilt fan really funny if you ever want to hear a funny story about somebody going to tailgate 
and uh, screwing up and going inside instead of tailgating. That was pretty funny. Um, hit a lot of good, funny stuff in here, man. I definitely suggest you listen to it, watch it. And apparently you should probably watch the standups from like 2018 or 2009. He was in the standups, which is like a, if I'm not mistaken, it's like, uh, it's like six, five or six, 30 minute, um, 30 minute standup uh, guys getting to do standup. So it's, there's four, five, six of them, but they do 30 minutes at a time. Watch that because the follow-ups to it are, I didn't even see the first one and I was laughing my ass off at the follow-ups to those jokes. So definitely check it out. Check that out. Check him out. Nate Bergetzi. Yeah. Uh, super funny guy. Not how you think you'd spell his name. B-E-R-G Etsy with a Z. I'll just say yeah. that. Uh, anyway, super funny, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and rate it. So I'm going to go – no, you go first. You go first. What do you got? Oh. Uh, you don't have it typed in yet? What, what's that? You don't have it typed in yet? I don't. I didn't, I didn't oh. rate this one ahead of time um, because I was a little undecided. But I am going to go with a – I'm going to go with a 4.3. 4.3. All right. So I want to know, what did I give Patton Oswalt? Okay. You gave Patton Oswalt a 3.4. Okay. I usually go right off the cuff and just say what I think. Um, trying to think of some other guys that we did. I'm not going to – I was going to say because he was way better than that, and I couldn't remember if I gave Patton Oswalt a good number or not, so I wanted to make sure it was above him. So, so you gave – clear that. Here's what I, here's what I did. I looked at what I gave Michael Che and, and thought about it compared to that one. All right. So what I gave I Michael Che a four and a half. And I gave Nate Bargetzi a 4.3. I could go 4.4. Did, did, did I give Michael Che? Is that the one we both gave him a four and a half? Yes. All right. I'm giving, I'm giving Nate Bargetzi a four and a half. That dude was hilarious. Nice. I laughed consistently through the entire special. Hard laughed many times yeah many many times all right i just changed mine to 4.4 oh there you go all right there you go so guys this is one of our biggest ones this is one of the ones that we have that uh that we have rated as high as just about anybody out there check this special out it's from last year so it's relatively new yeah check it out it is very good which brings us to our next thing what are we watching this week which i believe i already picked didn't i yeah. Who did I say it was? You said Eric Andre, right? Eric Andre, that's right. That's the one. That's legalize the one. everything. Legalize everything. This is brand new, Eric Andre. Legalize everything. I'm pretty excited about this. I, this, this is, I think this is going to be funny. I'm it sucks to... because every time I think that, it ends up sucking. Yeah. I'm going to need to either get like a bunch of rest before this or do some mushrooms or something like that because this guy is a strange bird. Oh, he's, he's, a strange, he's definitely a strange bird. I suggest uh, if you know anybody that can hook you up with a little LSD, that you might <laughs> uh, just throw some of that down beforehand and uh, just get lost in the fun. Man. His, uh, have you ever watched his show on, uh, on Adult Swim? 
No, I have not. Oh boy, it's it's insane. Really, it's insane. It's it's. Oh, it's, you can check it out. I mean, I know the dude's a nutcase, total yeah, and just it's absolute total nutcase. He was on Two Broke Girls, uh, one of my favorite shows. He was, was he really? He was a boyfriend for a little while of uh, of uh, he. They were in the cooking class together, and they both like to get high. So, huh? Yeah. Jim Jeffries has got a new one out too. Yes. It was a little, it was a little weird, but uh, all right, Eric Andre, it is legalize everything. There it is. All right, we'll watch it, and then we'll uh, next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to get Bobby Nightingale on. If not, we'll uh, we'll do a little uh, preview. I think ourselves maybe of uh, yeah. of baseball and get ready. See what kind of news comes up about basketball, about what's going on in the bubble. Uh, since yep. everybody's going to be there for a couple of weeks and doing scrimmages and all that kind of stuff before games actually start. So we'll find out who's, who's got the COVID already and who, uh, or, you know, who's looking good and who was in shape. Apparently, I don't know if you see that picture of Zion Williamson uh, that, that they've been showing a million times a day on ESPN, but apparently he's all leaned out and he's looking unbelievable. And well, once he got the money, once he got the money, that wasn't going to take long. Yeah, it wasn't gonna take long. And these guys are in the, every one of these dudes are in the most stupid shape of your life. Once, once that kid got the money and had somebody in his ear, ear that said, "Listen, if you really want to make this happen, you're gonna have to do X, Y, and Z." And X and Y were getting shape, and Z was just B Zion. Then I see what you did there. That was pretty good. <laughs> I, I was just off the top of the head, uh, but uh, yeah, they. They, uh, it's not hard to do. It's not hard to do anymore, man. Not with the, the, the way these personal trainers, they like take your blood and they're looking at everything constantly. It's crazy, crazy. Bryson DeChambeau, golfer, put on 35 pounds, not necessarily a muscle, just a beef. And, And he's completely changed himself as a golfer. And he's, he's, he, he won last week and is, uh, is I think fourth in the world right now. The dude's unbelievable. Like, if you want to do something and you've got the money to do it, there's a trainer out there that can take care of you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And if you can't find him, hire me. You know, I'll do it for you. I'll I'll we'll guide you. Personally, with Peggy Edwards, she'll yeah. take care. That's a much better idea than than hiring me because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> there you go. All right. So on that note, man. So till next week, uh, we've got we've got our comedy set up. We've got our uh, we've got some more MLB NBA stuff, obviously, and uh, you know, see what happens in the world of uh, Banana Land coronavirus. <laughs> Banana Land. That's it. There you go. All right. So till next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>